right, welcome back, Uniquely Average Podcast, Episode Three. Um, I'm Vinny Tuminello. To my left, we got Paul Domenico. To my right, Marco Linier. Uh, what's going on, fellas? How we doing? We're doing great. Another week in paradise. We got our new setup. I got my new camera. I got the microphone. I got these big cans. I'm like a professional podcaster now, and I'm repping the Flyers. Yeah, all you, all you need is like a gaming chair. We can see like the back of like through you, but uh, yeah, sorry. No, I'm actually sitting on an exercise ball so I can bounce around. Oh man, just kidding. Potter sizing, right? It's gonna pick up, <laughs> Marco. How you doing, man? What's new? I'm doing pretty well, you know. Kind of, you could say I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt because I'm lacking, I haven't done laundry in a while, so it's really. Showing off those guns. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the other thing. It's a peep show. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, you know, Paul has his gear. Um, I just ordered mine. So, yeah. So you should expect me to be stunting. Oh, shit. Four or five. This podcast is getting optimized very quickly. We're streamlining. Yeah. We'll be be in a studio in no time. (laughs) Right. All right, before we uh, we jump into stuff, we'll uh, do some quick show notes. Uh, be sure to follow the guys uh, at the Uniquely Average Podcast, or, or I'm sorry, Uniquely Average Media on Instagram, um, as well as you can follow me at Vinny Tuminello and follow Paul at Paul Domenico. Uh, Marco currently does not have an Instagram, but is in the process of working on it, is thinking about it. I'm not sure. Where do we, where do we stand on that, Marco? Uh, yeah, summer 2k21 is when it'll drop, but he's on snap, people. Like, that's true. You can you get can to this man, he's very cool. reachable. You can see it at the bottom, that's Marcus right. McGee 94, which, is, right. which is certainly a, a high school Snapchat. Yes, <laughs> I was in ninth grade. I thought you could change it, like, <laughs> you can apparently. <laughs> so, it's, it's stuck with that, yeah, yeah stuck with it, yeah. All right, it works. Blessed with it, you mean? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, we have an anchor page uh, where you can see all the platforms where you can listen to us. Um, most recently, we're now on Apple Podcasts, which is which is huge. Um, if that's your favorite go-to place to get your podcasts, um, you can now search Uniquely Average Podcast and then find us. Um, and while you're there, be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review, all that good stuff um, really helps us. So, yeah. So let's, uh, let's jump into it. We have a, uh, we have a new segment. Uh, it's always a good thing. Do we have a, we have a hype horn or anything for these, for these new segments? I don't know. Paul, can you give me like a whistle or something? Uh, I don't know if I should whistle into the microphone. You guys can't whistle, so I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> That's our new segment dropping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need something. <laughs> it's called uh, Per Our Last Pod. It's kind of, you know, where we're going to go back and, and follow up on some stuff that we talked about last week. We have two for this week. Uh, the first one. So last week we, we talked about lymphatic drainage. Um, more so Paul talked about it and he's uh, how he's becoming a big proponent of it. And he's actually now a practitioner, uh, as you can see from the photo that he put up on our Instagram page right here. So um, That's right, but, baby. Yeah, I'm just going to turn it over to you. 
It's all about the circulation. Five minutes a night, you get those legs vertical. You promote circulation. It's actually working out wonders for me. I'm training for my next super marathon. It's 100 miles I'll be running. I'm just kidding. But I do feel <laughs> a lot better, honestly. I feel like after I'm done, my legs go numb. And then when I put my legs back down and I live my life, I feel like I have more circulation in my legs and I just feel better. I honestly think it's, it actually helps. So there you go. We practice what we preach here on uniquely average media. We don't, we don't mess around. You know, I'm not going to tell you something on what I learned. That's useless information. Like you might get, you know, on these other podcasts, but not here. That's right. Great stuff. Glad to, glad to hear it has some benefits for you. Next stuff we got we got Marco's Dogecoin investment. How's, how's that going, man? Yeah, so uh, the Earth's or the future currency of Earth is it's it hasn't you know it's it's steady it's steady it's not to the moon yet, like Elon said, but you know it's it's uh, holding at uh, five cents. So you know I got it at three. I think I said last time. So I'm still in the money. You know, huge. So, what's it at right now? Five? Five. five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the currency of the future, not the currency of tomorrow. I mean, this could take years. We're talking. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just, it's a, it's a buy and hold, you know? Right. right. Definitely a good long-term play. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, 66% since you've invested. I mean, that's, it's huge. That's no. Damn, did you just do that in your head, Vinny? Jeez, you're a genius. No, man. Two, two over three. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at the brains on this guy. This guy's quick. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So that's. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated going forward on it. Yes. Yes. Please do. That'll be a recurring, recurring bit on on par our last pod. Um, so next we'll. Jump to, uh, you know, the, the spot to be, Paul's culture. Oh, yeah. Love it. All right. T-Swift's Revenge. So basically this culture corner, I just want to explain to anyone who might be out of the loop. And I think it was fitting because of what came out this week. So if anyone who doesn't know, Taylor Swift has decided to re-record all of her first five albums and re-release them. The reason for this is because when she was younger and she released her first album in 2006, around that time she signed a contract with Big Machine label group, Big Machine Records. Um, and part of that contract was saying that the label owned the masters of her recordings of her album. So anyone who doesn't know, a master is basically the original recording from the artist so anytime that you hear the song in a movie or on spotify or apple music or on youtube or anything you're hearing the master and every time the master is played royalties go back to the label who then give a portion of royalties to their artists to their talent their clients so about sometime last year um that you might hear the name Scooter Braun, he purchased Big Machine Label Group. And when he acquired it, he tried to work, Taylor tried to work out a new deal with him to 
give her ownership of the masters because she wants to own her own music. And she's always felt that way. She didn't want her music listed on um, streaming platforms because she felt like the artists didn't get enough compensation for their work. So all this to say is there was a big fallout between Scooter Braun and Taylor Swift because they had some tough negotiations and neither side really wanted to budge. So that's when she decided she's just said, fuck it. I'm going to re-record my first five albums and I will own the masters because I am going to put them out. So uh, I have a ghost in my house. (laughs) (laughs) So, so this past week we saw the first single was released love story, which was one of Taylor's earliest songs. And that was titled taylor's version so i thought it would be apt that we put it in the culture corner this week we're seeing the fruits of her labor as we start to see these albums come out um you know this is what the payoff but the one thing i was confused about i guess she doesn't have to change the music at all um because she's technically pre-recording her own master so i don't know if they need like in terms of copyright i don't know if she needs to actually change anything, but she definitely needs to re-record them, and that's her plan. So we'll look to see more of Taylor's original music come out in the future. That's the culture corner. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're, uh, I guess if you're searching on Spotify, try to try to find the ones that say Taylor's version. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. They may take they may take down the others because. At some point, I don't know like how that would work with Spotify, but they may renegotiate the contract mm. with Taylor specifically because she owns her own masters at that point. Yeah. Um, in the words of Prince, I believe, he said, if you don't own your masters, your masters own you. Ooh, oh, I like that. Dropping some facts on you, boys. Yeah. That, I, that's a great quote. Um but going back to, to Taylor Swift, I was kind of thinking of this while you were talking, but um, I mean, she's she's kind of like run the, the gamut or run the gauntlet, I should say, when it comes to kind of transforming her music throughout the years. You know, like as when she was young, she was kind of more just like more or less plain country. And then she kind of moved into the pop world um, throughout her 20s. And now she's kind of getting like a more like indie vibe. Um I mean, it seems like she's done it all like pretty effortlessly and, and pretty well. Um, she definitely yeah. has. I mean, she started out pretty much as a country singer, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I heard something where she was getting backlash because she shouldn't really be a country. She So she gets country music awards all the time, you know, like at the yeah. actual award show. Um, but I think she was getting backlash because she's not really um, – you know, she doesn't really sing country music anymore. Uh, but I think she was still listed in the category. So she could technically win country music. But I mean, at least like from the country that I hear on the radio now, it's like it's starting to take on such a more like pop. For sure. It's getting modern. Not, but I don't think like you can classify her new music like shake it off which yeah, is a, yeah, a, a banger in itself is not like a country to like alan jackson and like george Strait. right right it's not it's not country music so um yeah she's definitely done it all she's been she's been awesome she's 31 we looked it up before the podcast believe it or not first album 
Taylor called, titled Taylor Swift came out in 2006, and it is 2021 for those keeping score at home. Wow. Marco, what's your, what's your favorite T Swift song? Man, uh, 22, I think. Ooh. Like, I don't know about you. Fire. No, you know that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fire. Yeah. But, you know, Paul, it's a, I, I want to, yeah, you brought up a point earlier about how, like, she didn't want any of her music on streaming platforms. I, I do remember a specific time, it was like, in college where you couldn't find any of her music on Spotify. Mm -hmm. like that was like the advent of the music streaming platforms. Like Spotify was just coming out with their like subscription where you could listen to music, I guess offline, but now it's, it's through, you know, using a, a web connection. But um, yeah, that was definitely a, a huge, she made a huge deal about that because I think, you know, artists get paid, pennies compared to what they would get if you went and bought their album i mean think about it what you pay a month in spotify is what 6.99 or whatever it might be or you get it bundled with something and versus a 15 20 album for one artist i mean you know we're talking you're getting 6.99 for every single piece of music on the platform so they're definitely i mean there's probably of course more customers but i think yeah. if you spread out that revenue Plus, I don't think like people who get streamed more. I don't know if they get more of the revenue. Maybe like I, I doubt. I mean, I don't. We're on. We're on Spotify, and I haven't seen a penny yet. I mean, so we're gonna get paid as much as like Ariana. Yeah, I would think so. Man, we me? should, but uh, but I still think they don't. They don't get a. Um, they don't get as much as they should. So I know she just stuck to her concerts for a while, and her albums, um, but. That's that. I would say no one has been as transcendent in the music business, uh, switching between music genres like Taylor Swift, probably since Lil Wayne released his hardcore rock and roll album titled Rebirth, right? I mean, I would say since that man decided to pick up an electric guitar, I I would think no one's done it. No one's done it like uh, like Taylor. Yeah. No, I, th I think you got a point. Um, God, what was that one song that he had with uh... – let it rock. Was he on that? Do you remember? Uh, yes, yeah, he was on that. He was featured. Yeah, that wasn't on. That wasn't on Rebirth. Rebirth was uh, had Prom Queen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Knockout Feet. Nicki Minaj. Don't know that one. She's a knockout. I'm not gonna sing it, but <laughs> you sure. You want to go on Spotify? <laughs> Give him his pennies. That's true. Yeah. All right, that's the coach corner. How, how is Little Wayne, by the way? Did he get pardoned, or is he still facing some? Uh, what is he facing charges? charges? Yeah, I thought. What did my man do? He got some weapons charges. Ah, that's nothing. <laughs> maybe maybe Trump will uh, posthumously pardon him. <laughs> posthumously, yeah. He got acquitted. Nailed it. <laughs> he got acquitted. Oh, did he? Are we talking, did. We're talking Trump, Trump or did. Okay. Trump did. Yeah, and that's. That's as political as we get on this part. Right. Yep, that's it. Stating I, facts. He's been acquitted. I do think uh, Kodak Black and Lil Wayne were both pardoned. Pardoned. I know Kodak was. Yeah. yeah. Does 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 Trump actually make those calls? Like I think he does. <laughs> yeah. I think he looks at his Twitter mentions and he's like, hmm, "That's something I can do. <laughs> that won't piss people off. I'm right. sure I can do it." Yeah. That's enough politics. Fair enough. Let's move on. Vinny's movie minute. 
got two again this week. We have uh, an older one, and we have a, a brand new movie. Uh, both, as you can see, really high marks. Got a 96 and a 92. So let's start off with the older one. No Country for Old Men. I gave it a 96. This is like one of my all-time favorite movies to watch. Um, and it's one of those movies where it's not streaming all the time. So whenever it is, I always try to make a point to, you know, at least watch, you know, my favorite scenes or whatever. But you can find this on HBO Max uh, at the moment. Um, it's a Coen Brothers joint. Um, I think it has one of the best movie villains of all time with Javier Bardem playing Juan Sugar. I mean, that guy's a creep. Man is an absolute robot. <laughs> yeah. No emotion throughout the whole movie, but just has a way of just, you know, uh, causing this, this emotion of like fear and anguish. Anytime you see him on the screen, um, he has that, uh, that kind of cattle prod, uh, air pressure. Oh yeah. He uses. He's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the, the first, the first, what scene, a weapon. Yeah. What a way to die right through the head. Right. Right. Yeah. And like leaves, leaves no evidence. It's mm-hmm. back in the can and he's, he's off, but, uh, it gets a little gory. Little uh, heads up yeah. to our listeners, but if you can manage it, fantastic film. Yeah, yeah, I think um, it's it's really a movie that like has no opinion when it comes to like morality of its characters. You know, like it's it's not there to make a statement of what constitutes like good and evil. It just gives you a story, puts characters in unique circumstances, and, and places pressures on them. And then just shows you how they react. And, you know, I, I think there's something to be said for that. And it's, it's something that um, it's, it's not going to be everybody's movie or, you know, everybody's cup of tea. But um, if, if you're a fan of the Coen brothers or, you know, a fan of any kind of neo-Western now, I think it's definitely a movie, uh, you know, to definitely sink your teeth into. Uh, and then next, a brand new movie, also on HBO Max. Um, it is Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, it stars Daniel Kaluuya of Get Out fame. He's probably most known for, um, as well as Lakeith Stanfield, who's also. Oh, I didn't role. know Lakeith Stanfield's in that. Yeah, yeah. So oh, he's, like he's, he's like he's a co-lead, um, and he's also in Get Out, but he's a smaller. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's the one that utters "Get Out." Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah, Leo meme pointing at. The he's screen. in um, Knives Out. He's yeah, he's also in Knives Out. He's in a he's in um, uncut gems, right? Yep, yep. He's in uncut gems. Um, sorry for bothering you. It's kind of a smaller picture, but he's also he's the lead in it. He's also really good in that. Um, so two of my favorite actors, um, with those two who who give excellent performances, I'd be really shocked if both weren't at least nominated um, in the upcoming award season whether it be Golden Globes, Oscars. Wow. Um, I think Kalu is probably a shoe in for, for best, um, best actor, at least a nomination. Wow. He's, he's fantastic in it. Um, so the story is mainly about um, 19, late 1960s, early 1970s. So you kind of have, you know, the civil rights era going on. Um, and it, it focuses mainly on Fred Hampton, who at the time was the chairman of the, uh, Illinois Black Panthers Party, and um, 
So that's played by Daniel Kalua. And then you have the Keith Stanfield, who is also from Illinois. Um, not to spoil anything, gets into a little bit of trouble and has to then um, work at a deal with the FBI to basically become a paid informant for them, try to infiltrate the Black Panthers party and, you know, try to take them down from the inside. Um, uh, it's, it's definitely a story that I wasn't familiar with um, going into the movie. Um, it's definitely not, you know, the, the type of like history that you, you learn throughout school. Um, so but it's a true story. Yeah. Yeah. I should, I should have said that it's a true story. Um, J. Edgar yeah. Hoover, the uh, chairman of the FBI or director of the FBI um, during that time, he's portrayed in it. Um, and then Jesse Plemons, who also gives a really good performance. He's uh, he plays an FBI agent kind of um, pulling the strings. Um, so yeah, don't want to give too much away. It's, it's an excellent movie. Gave it a 92. Um, and, and really it, it uh, to give a reason why I took off a little bit of points jumps around. Um, sometimes it gets a little like chaotic, but they really nail the scenes that they have to, um, especially when it comes to like the speeches. Um, so yeah, no, I, I thought, I thought it was excellent. Um, if you can see it in theaters, see it in theaters. Um, if not, I mean, it's, it's on HBO max. It's right there for you. And it was, it was, uh, it was definitely plenty good for me there. Um, so those are my two movies for the, uh, the movie minute. Um, as of now, this is probably the, it has to be the highest ranked two averaged out. Uh, yeah, seriously. Before. I'm going to have to check out Judas in the black side. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally recommend it. It was uh, very, very good. Cool. And, not to keep harping on it, but like given that both of these were on HBO max, it kind of got me thinking that I think HBO max is definitely becoming my favorite streaming service that I have. Um, like I, I think their movie library is like leaps, leaps and bounds better than what I feel like it's got the quality, but it doesn't have the quantity that Netflix and Hulu the- shit can offer. I was thinking about this, but I would, I'd compare it to like HBO Max is like a, a nice like flame mignon dinner, mashed potatoes, maybe a glass of red wine. It's like nice to have. You can't have it every night, obviously. Right. Whereas like Netflix is more of like your your more basic. You know, it's it's not it's not going to be as good, but it's definitely <laughs> you know it's passable. It's like your uh, Chick Fil A. You know. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. But you know, sometimes it's you meat potatoes. Food. Exactly. Exactly. Although you said mashed and fillet, it's like, and I think you should leave when he's like talking about the record collection. He's like, your uh, your your albums are very meat and potatoes. <laughs> She's like, thanks, and he goes, that was not a compliment. <laughs> but in this in this scenario, I think it is. Yeah. No. Gotcha. All right. So I think that wraps up the uh, the movie minute. Next, we'll move on. Marco's joke of the week. Marco, All take right. it away. Okay, yeah, so, you know, your boy's been getting hit up nonstop in his DMs after the seven-footer comment. I, I, I can't tell if it's that or is it because of the rat stash I've been growing? And, you know, it's, yeah, my aunt, my aunt uh, messaged me about that. She listened to it and uh, she didn't like the joke. No? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was good stuff. 
Let's okay. hear another one. Okay, okay. So, you know, I was going to say, I, I feel like I got to, you know, slow my roll a bit just because, you know, the first two jokes of the week, you know, I I feel like it's that was like the good kid mad city and the to pimp a butterfly <laughs> of the jokes of the week. So we'll make this high bar, you know, and I, I think I should make this like the section 80, you know, so not <laughs> quite as good. So just turn, and, uh, turn the back a little bit. Exactly, exactly. So um, so before I start the joke, I'd just like to take a moment to recognize podiums. Now that's a product that I could stand behind. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good that stuff. Good? Okay. That's, that's, good that's, clean. that's clean. That's clean. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, that's a joke I don't mind my aunt listening to. Shout out Aunt Stacy. Hi, Aunt Stacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good queen humor for once. You know. Sure. It up, but yeah. that's joke of the week. I like that one. Well done. No, no skip button needed there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not least, we have what we learned this week. Gentlemen, does anybody want to start first? I'll, I'll start it off. I was driving home the other night and I saw a cop car pulling out of my neighborhood, and on the side of the car it said "Fire Police." And I was like, what the hell is a fire police? So I did my deep dive, as I always do. Just look on Wikipedia. And it's actually volunteer firefighters that are technically part of the service. And they do everything a firefighter would do, except they don't use the self, the, the breathing apparatus. So like they, they might go in a house like to chop some shit down, but they won't put on like the, the helmet and shit. They're more for like directing traffic and stuff around a fire site. You know what I'm saying? Like setting up perimeters and like they're the guys probably with the trampoline, like throw your cat down from the window. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or like when grandma has to come out, they might be, you know, helping her out of the window or whatever. But there's actually a division of the firefighting department that isn't actual firefighters. They're called fire police. So. There you go. Next time you see a fire fire police car going around, you'll know. I I do see those a good bit, like driving around, and I always just assume like eh, maybe- what the hell's a fire police? I picture them like at, pulling up at a raging fire with their gun. Get your hands on the ground! <laughs> Shooting rounds into the fire. <laughs> Get down! <laughs> He's resisting arrest. Yeah. Twenty three nineteen. We got a twenty three nineteen. <laughs> We can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> it's just, shit's like blowing up in the house. <laughs> just making it worse. An officer down. <laughs> All right. That's probably what I learned this week. That's um, awesome. Marco, you want to go or you want me to? Uh, I, I can go. Um, so I guess uh, the other day I weren't, I, I was always familiar with this guy. Uh, Takashi 69 I'm sure you guys have heard of him, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know he's been just known for, like, you know, like, talking shit and, like, snitching on his fellow Brooklyn Bloods um, and beefing with people, but I've never actually, like, listened to his music because, like, you know, like, why would I? But I, yeah. I started, I, but, I, you know, I was curious, so um, mm-hmm. I listened to his the album Dummy Boy, and, I mean, it was, yeah. Profound. No, it, yeah. <laughs> 
it, it was like, you know, what you'd expect. How would you compare that with Mad City? Close second. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it, I mean, you know, I, so I, no, I can't, I couldn't say that, you know, good kid, Mad City is, you know, on a different stratosphere in terms of quality. But I mean, I guess like, you know, I kind of, one thing I wouldn't take away has like, you know, his, I guess this doesn't get brought up that much because his whole life just like a, a cesspool of controversy. But like, I'm pretty sure he's just Hispanic, but he just says he the N word every single like verse. He definitely is. Well, he's from New York, so uh, that's what they do there. Oh, Mexican. yeah. Is that true? Is that like a. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mexicans in New York, I feel like, or Hispanic yeah. people, I should say, without saying enough to get me canceled. I feel like that's that that's kosher there. Yeah, you want to meet you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. But uh, no, but I'm with you. There's a lot of controversy around that guy. There's like all the allegations that he's a pedophile, and he was like, uh, yeah, he was engaging in some acts with clearly underage women. So oh, Jesus, I don't. I steer yeah. clear of Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. No, I mean it. He. I don't think he has like, like any like actual fans you know like if you look, i think he does but i don't know you think yeah okay maybe is it demographic is it does he skew younger i mean like I'm not talking about the, the, the pedophilia stuff but like um yeah probably yeah you've never heard any of his music it's all the same i, I yeah it's, it's like it's like real loud like like yeah it's just like yelling, yelling. It, it, it every word every name if every every like title of his every song is just like some nonsensical word it doesn't yeah, okay. yeah it just it, like people give the same like criticism the future like everything sounds the same but i mean right. future has bangers like yeah keep future's it. name out of their mouth yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah so yeah, that's that's what i learned today or this week good to know takashi 69 vince bad guy <laughs> All right, so uh, for my what I learned this week, um, I've kind of been on a journey uh, of uh, furthering knowledge. So I want to um, one of the skills I want to acquire. I don't know if it's a skill. I think it's just you know memorizing. But um, I want to be able to look at any flag and know like whose country it it is. Um, so I've been um, you know doing some quizzes where you're you're given the picture of the flag and you have to name know what country it is so um while doing that i ran ac across uh, two flags that looked exactly alike and it is the flags of uh romania and chad and i'm gonna share a picture here showing <laughs> no no there's a difference <laughs> and uh i mean it's it's a blue it's it's three vertical stripes and it's blue, yellow, red. Um, slight variation in the Why color. are more people talking about this? <laughs> well, I would say Romania's is more of a apple red, and Chad's more of a scarlet. Okay. Uh, I, th I think you're nitpicking. And uh, I think this is like the 11th time Elon Musk has, has come up. I, I kind of just Googled Romania and Chad flags, and he was the first. <laughs> he's he's a very talkable man. Yeah, he was he was on this before I was, but um, and as you were saying, um, kind of like you talked about Paul when it comes to doing research, just jumped on Wikipedia, and it looks like uh, Romania has been using the flag 
much longer. Yeah, um, who had it first? So it was it was Romania um, in 1960. They had it, um, and uh, I might as well just read this. So the flags of Romania and Chad are nearly identical. The only difference being that Romania defines the colors used more narrowly than Chad, resulting in slight variations in shading. Romania has used the flag since 1866, which appeared for the first time in its current form in Wallachia, being officially oh, used Wallacha. in 18... <laughs> Duh. Oh, you never uh, heard of that? I have not until now. I gotta, I gotta work on my, my Romanian geography. Right. Um, Chad began to use its present flag in 1960 after it achieved independence from France. So it looks like Romania was there first. Um, gotta get a new Chad, one. Yeah, Chad then then followed suit. Um, and it looks like in, in from what I'm reading, 2004, uh, it looks like Chad called out Romania. Uh, Chad, oh, Chad had uh, called on the United Nations to look into the issue that they have to change their flag. Okay, so okay, we're learning more stuff. So the, at the time of 1960, the flags were distinguishable by Romania's inclusion of the coat of arms of the Social Socialist Republic of Romania at the center of the flag. However, in 1989, the coat of arms was removed entirely after a revolution that overthrew the, the at that time, communist leader. Um, so after they removed the coat of arms, then that's when Chad was like, hey, what are we doing here? They're kind of, you know, jacking our shit. Yeah, seriously, they had a revolution over the coat of arms on the flag. Well, you got to think it was more than that. You got to probably social unrest, civil unrest in the country, but also the coat of arms that was on the platform. <laughs> You're the, the new guy. Take it off the flag. Yeah, it's got no place. What do we want? A plain flag. Like if they just put an emoji on the American flag. <laughs> Dude, I, it wouldn't shock me. They put the money yeah. signs emoji. <laughs> money sign eyes on the emoji. <laughs> Just a fire flame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people would go nuts. Oh, yeah. Fire on the flag. Never mind. That's a bad idea. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Withdraw that. That's a good one, Vin. I learned a lot this week. Yeah. 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 Me too. Never know what you're going to hear. It, yeah, it's always going to be something new, something very exciting. But that, uh, you know, that that brings us to the end of our our agenda and our list. Did uh, either of you guys have anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we head out? Um, what about or just if you guys want like the movies or shows that we that's like shocking that we haven't seen? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm. I don't know if I. Told you guys, I'm, I'm starting The Sopranos, or I just started, so I'm probably like seven or eight episodes in. Uh, first time that uh, I've gone through it, and I was talking to my one buddy, and he was he was very irate at the fact I, I hadn't seen it, and you know was was embarrassed for me. Um, so, but like, I think in your defense, I've now this is coming from someone who's seen it a few times, but like it aired when we were still very young and it ended when we were still very young. It, it came on HBO at nine o'clock at night on Sunday. So we were probably asleep 
And then there was a time where like you could get it on DVD, but there wasn't like streaming platforms until really, you know, ubiquitous streaming platforms in the last couple of years, really. So if you didn't have them all on DVD, how are you going to watch these shows? Go to Blockbuster and rent them all? Like, so it's kind of, I forgive Sopranos. That's not that bad, <laughs> but you got to get watched. Now that you can get watching it. Anyone listening, get watching it. It's a fantastic show. Yeah, I, I love it thus far. But uh, how about you guys? You guys have any like shows that you're a little embarrassed to say you haven't watched? Or there's definitely movies I haven't seen. Like I, I mentioned Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. There's like you know a couple cult classic movies like that I've never really seen. Um, and maybe some some newer shows definitely I have not seen. I was saying I didn't see Queen's Gambit or like Bridgerton. I I don't really. I haven't jumped on those bandwagons yet, but uh, I guess I thought Die Hard was probably a movie that I've ever seen and I have not. So that's mine. Marco, what do you got? You oh. said everything, right? Pretty much name a movie and you oh. haven't seen it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I should. It's pretty bad, this list. Like, I don't even. What I, about I, No Country for Old Men? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I feel like I'm. Just, you, see, you didn't see a video on Vinny's movie minute? It's pretty fucked uh, up, though. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? See, this is why oh, I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> but now, you know, I just I, sometimes I just feel like I'm just too like balls deep, or it just like it'd be weird if I my list is so long. It just like I feel like it'd be weird at this point in my life if I did watch it because it's just I don't know. Like, it, okay, so like I, like I told Vinny or like Goodfellas. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen uh, Pulp Fiction. Sopranos. Yeah, you just like, need to make a list. Ones. You need to make a list and check them off. It's like what I showed you guys. Like I got this guy. This is what you need. This is actually handy that I had this right here. Hundred yeah. movies bucket list. That's like you, you watch a movie, you scratch it off, you get to see a little picture for the movies that you watch. It's like a it's like a little treat. It's a little treat. There's a little piece of chocolate under that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what you need, Mark. You need a little list and you need to just start checking them off. You know, watch one a week. Mm -hmm. Whenever, no, even if game. you have to break it up and you can't devote like a, a full three and a half hours if you were going to say peter jackson's lord of the rings return of the king then that would that would yeah. need some time but that yeah. should be on the list if it's not but if it's not don't say anything because i okay I'll be, I'll be angry yeah all right i, get, I won't say anything get, get watching <laughs> no you're right yeah it, i i think that's a good plan like, now there's definitely like option paralysis, you know, when it comes to like all the content out. For sure. There's always like so much stuff that you, you're almost like, like at least for me, whenever I, I don't know what I'm watching, I'll spend like 20 minutes just rifling through like all the kind of subcategories and stuff. And, you know, by the time I'm ready to watch a movie, I've, I've wasted so much time. I'm already asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I've already eaten my meal that I had prepared and I fell asleep. So. <laughs> Right, all the popcorn's done. Yeah, just all over my face. My <laughs> That's me. Just rubbing your buttery fingers all over. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. But, uh, Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. Next time we meet, you know, I'll be, on, I'll be on a new level. You know. Yeah. There you I go. have a few under my belt. Yeah, but I agree. With right. you. Make a list. Make a list and get after it, and then we yep. can. I, I'll I'll concede sure. some time in, in the movie minute for you to talk about whatever movie you watched. I'd love to love to hear it. 
Just a minute, though, like literally. Yeah, like <laughs> it's Mark, Marco's it's, movie minute. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I'll be timing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as soon as sixty hits, you're muted, and then I, I just start going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, no, this we set is, a podcast record for length here. Forty yeah, minutes. We, we hit so 40, forty minutes. That's great. Anyone who tuned in, appreciate it. Thank you. Our third episode. Many more to come. Yeah, appreciate it very much. Let's hit the show notes one more time just for you guys to take a quick look. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Anchor. Thank you very much, fellas. Great job tonight. See you around. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace.